Good morning, good morning to God be the glory, great things he has done, will do, and continues to do. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Today is July the 30th in the year of our Lord, 2023, which means we will be reading Psalms 30 and Proverbs 30 today. I uh, can't stay on too long, but I did want to meet up with the family. We have um, obligations setting up to do us an outside service today. Um, get the word outside of the four walls. So to God be the glory for that. So I hope all the fam shows up soon so we can get started in a few minutes um, with the morning devotional. Um, got a chance to um, go to a little get together yesterday, spend some time with um, my wife's best friend and her um, and her significant other and some of her family. Um, so it was good to just you know get out and uh, fellowship with people, you know, interact um, because it's an opportunity to spread the word at every occasion. Um, didn't go into it, it, you know, super deep, but we, you know, my wife and I, we both had opportunities that we took advantage of to tell people the truth, and that's what matters. Um, so many people don't hear the truth anymore, because so few people are willing to speak the truth, because we're afraid that we're going to hurt somebody's feelings. But when it comes to the word of God, I'd rather hurt somebody's feelings now than for their souls to be burning for eternity or to be in agony. I shouldn't even say burning. Because at the end of the day, what matters more than salvation? Nothing does. But this life will come and go. But eternity is forever. And that means forever. Not just one year. Not ten years. Not a hundred years. Not a thousand years. Not ten thousand years. Not one million years. Forever. What's more important than that? Nothing. There's no joke when it comes to your soul salvation. None whatsoever. Because there's nothing more important than that. We know how this world operates. We know that nothing on this world lasts. Everything we do on the other side will. So let's spend our time building up treasures for that side when Jesus died he, before Jesus died he said he went back to prepare a room for you so he's preparing a room who wants to go to a room that's unfurnished but how you furnish your room in, on the other side is not by the amount of goods that you earn on this side no it's by the works that you do for Jesus on this side the times that you sacrificed yourself, the, the times that you saw the poor person on the street and gave them gave them some bucks, or brought them in the McDonald's or Burger King 
anywhere and got them a plate of food. The times when you saw the person crying and you put your arm around them and you held them and you said you told them that Jesus still loves you no matter what. These are the things that's going to last. The times that we spin around, running around, seeing what kind of house we're going to get, what kind of car we're going to get, those things don't matter. At the end of the day, those things are blown away. We've seen people be multi-millionaires one day and poppers the next. And even with the rich, we see that they they have all kind of goods. They still can't find happiness. Look at Elon Musk. He has all this money. All these companies. And he's always searching for something to make himself feel better. To make himself feel big. You know why? Because that's a big spiritual hole that's being that's trying to be filled. And it's not just the rich. Because it's poor people who are filling their holes with drugs and alcohol and sex. These are spiritual holes. But you can't fill a spiritual hole with a physical want, with a lust, with an addiction. You can only fill a spiritual hole with God, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit residing within you. This is how spiritual holes get filled. And until people understand that, they're going to continue wandering from place to place. Listening to all kind of doctrines, falling into all kind of sinful situations. But once you understand what the truth is, and that the truth is, the only way we're going to feel fulfilled in our lives is when we devote our lives to Jesus Christ. That's when the light will go off. That's when we will see things differently. That's when. Our lives will be turned upside down. That's when we'll truly find our purpose. Good morning, Brother Blake. Good to see you. To God be the glory. Do you want to come up or you just press the button by accident? Let me know. All right. Like I said, I, I can't be out too long. I have to be done by 830 sharp and get and get out of here. To um, set up for uh, service tonight. I mean, this morning outside the church. So um, let me get started with the morning devotional. We're going to start at John chapter 3. We're going to start at verse 9 to set things up. Nicodemus answered and said to him, How can these things be? Jesus answered and said to him, Are you the teacher of Israel? And do not know these things. Most assuredly, I say to you, we speak what we know, and we testify what we have seen, and you do not receive our witness. If I have told you earthly things, and you do not believe, how will you believe if I tell you heavenly things? No one has ascended to heaven, but he who came down from heaven, that is, the Son of Man who is in heaven. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. That, who, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. 
For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. So we lift Jesus up this morning. We lift Jesus up. Everybody, let's lift Jesus up for the hope and salvation of your children, your grandchildren, your nieces and nephews, the children next door, children across the street, children at the daycare, children at the school, children at the colleges and universities, the children on the other side of the state, country, and world for the hope and salvation of the next generation. All right, at this time, let us turn to Luke chapter 11. Good morning, Brother Blake. First Kings runs down um, the rest, the end of David's reign and the reign of Solomon. So it's definitely a good book to read. Um, all of them, of course, are. Amen. So let's go to Luke 11. Now, it came to pass as he was praying in a certain place when he ceased that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, Teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. So he said to him, when you pray, say, and you can repeat after me, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us day by day our daily bread. And forgive us our sins. But we also forgive everyone who is indebted to us. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Let us all together say, Amen. Finally, let's finish up the last part of our morning devotional. And we'll head to Psalms 23. Where we recognize who is the shepherd of our lives. The Lord is. In case you didn't know. In this statement, we'll let everybody know who's the shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and staff, they comfort me. 
You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And let us all together say, Amen. Alright, so that concludes our morning devotional. Uh, we're going to head right on into our, the 31 day challenge. Being today is July the 30th in the year of our Lord 2023. Means we will be reading Psalms 30 and Proverbs 30. Psalms 30. Subtitled, The Blessedness of Answered Prayer. A song. A song at the house at the dedication of the house of David. And it begins. I will extol you, O Lord, for you have lifted me up and have not let my foes rejoice over me. O Lord, my God, I cried out to you and you healed me. O Lord, you, you brought my soul up from the grave. You have kept me alive. That I should not go down to the pit. Sing praise to the Lord, you saints of his, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holy name. For his anger is but for a moment, his favor is for life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Now, in my prosperity, I said, I should never be moved. Lord, by your favor, you have made my mountain stand strong. You hid your face, and I was troubled. I cried out to you, O Lord, and to the Lord I made supplication. Where a prophet is there in my blood. When I go down to the pit, will the dust praise you? Will it declare your truth? Hear, O Lord. And have mercy on me. Lord be my helper. You have turned for me. My mourning into dancing. You have put off my sackcloth. And clothed me with gladness. To the end. That my glory may sing praise to you. And not be silent. O Lord my God. I will give thanks to you. Forever. These being the twelve verses. Of Psalms 30, I hope that all were blessed by the reading of the word. Mm, this is just a wonderful praise. Understanding that God, when he answers your prayer, you are to praise him. Actually, if you want your prayer answered, praise him. And he's more likely to answer your prayer as well. If it be in your, his will. But we know our God, although he does not change character, he can change his mind. And it says that the it says that the righteous it says that the fervent prayer of the righteous man availeth much. So when you pray, make sure to always praise. Always give him the glory. Don't start your prayer with I need this. Lord help me with this. Say, Lord, I thank you. 
I glorify your name. I lift you on high. And watch your praise life, your prayer and praise life change. Amen. Um, over here on wisdom, we got three. We got hands. Fleurmont just followed you. We got Terry and Kiana Light. Over here on stereo, we got Mama B and, and um, Brother Blake. To God be the glory. We're just talking about Psalms 30. If anybody wants to chime in, you're more than welcome to do so. But it's just such a beautiful prayer. Such a beautiful praise. And I look at verse 4, it's just mine. Sing praise to the Lord, you saints of his, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holy name. And then verse 5, when it says, we just remember this here. That even when the Lord is angry at us and he allows us to fall because we're not doing it right. Just remember that his anger is only for a moment. But his but his favor is always. And the second part of that verse we've all heard before, and it's always so sweet. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Mm. Mm. To God be the glory. Again, like I said, Psalms 30 is just such a beautiful, a beautiful prayer. A beautiful praise. So we always need to remember that we need to do what verse 12 says. To the end, that my glory may sing praise to you and not be silent. O Lord, my God, I will give thanks to you forever. Continue to give the Lord thanks. If nobody has anything else to say about Psalms 30, we'll go transition over to Proverbs 30. To God be the glory. Just did the roll call, so we'll head right on in. Proverbs 30. Subtitled, The Wisdom of a Girl. The words of a girl, the son of Jacob, his utterance, this man declared to Ithiel, to Ithiel and Ukel. Surely, I am more stupid than any man, and I do not have the understanding of a man. I neither learn wisdom, nor have knowledge of the Holy One. Who has ascended into heaven or descended? Who has gathered the wind in his fist? Who has bound the waters in a garment? Who has established all the ends of the earth? What is his name? And what is his son's name, if you know? Every word of God is pure. He is a shield to those who put their trust in him. Do not add to his words, lest he rebuke you and you be found a liar. Two things I request of you. Deprive me not. Before I die. Remove falsehood and lies far from me. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with the food allotted to me. Lest I be full and deny you and say, Who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and steal and profane the name of the Lord my God. Do not malign a servant to his master. Lest he curse you and you be found guilty. There's a generation that curses his father and does not bless his mother. There's a generation 
that is pure in his own eyes, yet is not washed from his filthiness. There is a generation, O oh, lofty are their eyes, and their eyelids are lifted up. There is a generation whose teeth are like swords, and whose fangs are like knives, to devour the poor from off the earth, and the needy from among men. The leech has two daughters, give and give. There are three things that are never satisfied. Four, never say enough. The grave, the barren womb, the earth that is not satisfied with water, and the fire never says enough. The eye that mocks his father and scorns obedience to his mother. The, the ravens of the valley will pick it out and the young eagles will eat it. There are three things which are too wonderful for me. Yes, four, which I do not understand. The way of an eagle in the air. The way of a serpent on a rock. The way of a ship in the midst of the sea. And the way of a man with a virgin. This is the way of, of an adulterous woman. She eats and wipes her mouth and says, I have done no wickedness. For three things the earth is perturbed, yet four it cannot bear up. For a servant when he reigns, a fool when he is filled with food, a hateful woman when she is married, and a maidservant who succeeds her mistress. There are four things which are little on the earth, but they are exceedingly wise. The ants are people not strong, yet they prepare their food in the summer. The rock badgers are feeble folk, yet they make their homes in the crags. The locusts have no king, yet they all advance in rakes. The spider skillfully grasps with his hands and is in king's palaces. There are three things which are majestic in pace, yet four which are stately in walk. And the lion, which is mighty among beasts, and does not turn away from any. A greyhound, a male goat also, and a king whose troops are with him. If you have been foolish and exalting yourself, or if you have devised evil, put your hand on your mouth. For as the churning of milk produces butter, and the ringing of the nose produces blood, so the forcing of wrath produces strife. These being the 33 verses, of Proverbs 30. Hope that all were blessed by the reading of the words. Got a message here from Brother Blake. Hey, Brother Morris. Hey, do you know Brother Wollum's going to have a podcast today at 11 o'clock this morning? I have no idea, Brother. Um, but you know, I'm always on here on Saturdays and Sundays, so I, he didn't tell me anything yesterday when he, when he left a message. Um, that he was coming on the 11th. Um, I know he did it last week he came on because he was actually um, preaching at a church, a small church on that um, Sunday. So he had played, he um, taped the service. All right. So, Proverbs 30. This is, this is a proverb from a man named Agur. So, 
he starts it off by letting him know that that he doesn't have understanding. But when you listen to the word, it's showing that he's gaining understanding. Because he's recognized something that even Jesus mentioned in verse 4. When he says, who is ascended to he into heaven or descended? Remember from John chapter 3, it says that same thing. Who is ascended to heaven? Um, and we know it's the Son of Man who is in heaven. And it's even mentioned there in verse 4. What is his name and what is his son's name? I don't think it's by coincidence that Jesus said those words. But you know he came to fulfill prophecy. And because he is the word of God, he, every, every word of his is pure. And we know already not to add to God's word. Otherwise you'll be found a liar. And in fact, in Revelations it says that Anybody who adds to the word of God, adds to, adds all of the curses in the Bible to them. But anybody who takes the word, takes out from the word of God, takes his name out of the book of life. That's how it's important to stick to his words. Not to make stuff up, not to say, oh, well, we do things this way because it's tradition. If your tradition ain't lining up with the word of God, it's time to throw it in the trash can. Simple as that. And 7, 8, and 9 are showing we need to make sure that we request the truth and stick to the truth. And also, he asked for not to be too rich or too poor. Because when you're rich, then you, you start to get the big head and you think that your riches is what sustains you and not God. It don't matter if you're rich. Once your heart starts pumping and your brain has no impulses in it, your money means nothing. You're dead. And not to be too poor either because he doesn't want to be poor and profane, and profane the name of God because you have to steal for a piece of bread. And it says, do not malign a servant to his master, lest you curse him and you'll be found guilty, okay? When you talk trash about somebody to somebody above them, that's in, uh, and that they trust what these people say, then you're going to look dumb in their eyes. Then 11 through 14 all talks about this evil generation that curses his father. He doesn't care about their parents. How they got, they look big in their own eyes. How they, their teeth are like swords. They eat up the poor from the earth. We see that generation going on currently. The poor are so mistreated all across the world. Here in America, Africa, Asia, Europe. All across the world. And people just don't care. They just eat them up like bread. 15 talks about the leech has two daughters. Give and give. That's all he cares about. Give me. Give me, give me, give me. And then it goes into these sins. That shows, you know, three, you know, that, um, Groups of sins where it talks about things, uh, he gives a list of things 
depending on the situation where he says the three things that aren't satisfied and it says the grave, the barren womb and the earth that's not satisfied with water and the fire never says enough and we know that, we've seen fires when they burn, they burn to consumes the barren womb we've seen how Hannah um, cried out for a son we saw how Sarah was looking for a son when the womb was barren we said the grave never has enough. People die every day and go to the grave. 17 is also about uh, uh, obedience and disobedience. It says if you, if you have your eye box your father and you score obedience to your mother, then the then birds is going to pluck, pluck, pluck out your eyes and another set of birds is going to eat it. Now, if something's plucking your eyes out, there's a good chance you're not alive at that time. So it's basically saying, if you mock your parents, death is coming. Just remember that. Then 18 and 19 goes to another list. In this case, there's four things which he didn't understand how be beautiful they are. The way of an eagle in the air, you know, the seabirds fly so beautiful. The way a, the way a snake goes on some rocks, because... You know, you don't understand how it moves around. You know, the scales catch here and the scoops catch here and it makes them move so elegantly on a rock. And then we know that seeing a ship in the sea is wonderful. I don't know if anybody's ever been on a cruise, but it is a beautiful experience. And the way of a man with a virgin. Uh, sometimes, you know, we get too caught up in that one, especially us being... But to God be the glory. And then 20 talks about the way of, of an adulterous woman. Because she eats like nothing's going on and then wipe and then wipes off. Oh, I ain't did nothing wrong. You're right. Then 21 through 23 goes through another list of things. Four things that the earth is perturbed by. That causes trouble, basically. So a servant, when he reigns, that means when you're operating outside of where you're supposed to be at. A fool, when he is filled with foods, but then he ready to start talking trash. A hateful woman, when he is married, any men out there, they'll know that if you met Mr. Married the wrong woman, you suffer. And a maid servant who succeeds her mistress. We saw that happen in the Bible before with Hagar when Abraham and Sarah decided to make God's promise themselves instead of waiting for him. And then Hagar became the mother of Ishmael that this caused a problem. Now 24 through 28 talk about four other things. In this case, they are seemingly wise. It talks about the ants. You know, they're so small, but they prepare, they, they always get their food together. So when the hard times come, they ain't got to worry about nothing. And you talk about the rock badgers, they're not strong, but they make their homes in the mountains, the holes in the mountains, so that nobody can reach them. And the locusts, they don't have any kings. But they all advance together. They don't need nobody to tell them what to do. And then a spider spins its webs and grasps his hands everywhere. 
and they're everywhere, including even in King's Palace. Then 29 through 31 goes through four other things. In this case, these are majestic things. A lion, which we know lions are considered majestic things. In fact, that they're on the symbol, they're on the emblems. A lot of um, countries in Africa. Uh, also, it was the um, emblem for the tribe of Judah. A greyhound, because we see how greyhounds run, how fast they are, that they're majestic when they run. A, a male goat. And lastly, a king, when he has his troops with him. That when you see men going to battle with a purpose and on one accord, that these are majestic. I think that's what God's calling us to be. To go on battle on one accord. Fighting the battle of the Lord that's already won. He just wants willing soldiers. Then finally ends up with 32 and 33. And it tells you not to have the big head. Or to, to think evil thoughts and try to make evil plans. It says better, better for you just put your hand on your mouth and close your mouth before you start enacting these plans. Because just as you stir, you stir, milk, you stir up milk to get butter... And if you stir, if you grab somebody's nose and twist it, you're going to break it. And their nose is going to bleed. So if you take wrath and you and you force it, you're going to cause troubles all around. Anybody else have anything to say about Proverbs 30? You're more than welcome to do so. To God be the glory. Got a message from Brother Blake. Hey, Brother Well, curse First Kings is a big book. You have to go by it chapter by chapter. Um, by all my, if um, next week, uh, if we haven't put anything else for a bonus reading, we can. To God be the glory. All right, let me just say hi to everybody over here on stereo. We got Mama B. We got Spotlight Grit. Got Brother Blake over here on Wisdom. We got Motion. Just Father Jew, Hans Flurma, Terry, and Kiana Light. Um, well, we've done this commanded, and there's room for improvement. If anybody has anything they want to say about Psalms or Proverbs 30, the floor is open. Um, but before we close out, I'm going to say a prayer. If you still want to comment, you're more than welcome to do so. Our hearts and minds are clear. Oh, Heavenly Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name. You are Alpha and Omega. You are the beginning and the end. And for that, we give you the glory and all of the praise, O oh Lord. Thank you for this word that you receive, O oh Lord, today, O oh Lord. We thank you for understanding how good it is to praise you when you answer our prayers. We thank you, O oh Lord, for the wisdom of recognizing what we should be going to and what we should, where we understand that we should be smart in our own eyes, but instead seek your wisdom. We ask for forgiveness of our sins, those we did knowingly and those that we did unknowingly, O oh Lord. And we ask, for we ask for you to work in our hearts to give us forgiveness, for we know that we cannot be forgiven unless we forgive others. 
So as we get ready to come down from this platform, but never, ever, ever fellowship each other through the Spirit, O oh Lord, your Spirit, the Holy Spirit, O oh Lord. We ask that you keep us until the next time that we can meet together and it be in your will. We thank you and we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And we'll close out with Psalms 1914. May the words of our mouth, meditation of our hearts, be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Everybody have a lovely and blessed day. Have to go ahead and get ready to go out here and Spread the word outside the four walls of the church. To God be the glory. May God bless everybody's moves here on this fifth Sunday. Hallelujah.